Today is Friday, July 29th. The title of our devotional is How We Grow Together. Let's begin today by reading Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love, as each part does its work. After the negative description of an infant Christian in verse 14, Paul moves to a positive description of how we are to grow in verses 15 and 16. I want to draw our attention to a few important concepts in these two verses. First is the centrality of Christ. In verse 11, it is Christ who gives the gifts for the edification of the church. In verses 13 and 15, Christ is the goal of our spiritual growth and formation. In verse 16, it is from him that the whole body grows and does its work. It's all from Christ, all for Christ, and all to become more like Christ. It's all about Christ. He must be at the center of all of it. Second, spiritual growth is communal by nature. Paul is writing in the first person plural, we, throughout this passage. Verse 15 emphasizes that that we grow into the mature body of Christ. The body of Christ is Paul's favorite analogy for the church. So he's not only concerned with individual spiritual growth, he's concerned with community growth to become the full mature body of Christ, each part doing its work, as he says in verse 16. Verse 16 then refers to the individual parts of the larger body doing their work and therefore building the larger body up in love. Even the method is communal, speaking the truth in love. One cannot speak to another alone. You can talk to yourself, but that's not what he has in view here. One also cannot love alone. Love is intrinsically directed towards another person. Spiritual growth is then by nature to be done in community, not alone. Finally, we grow by speaking the truth in love. Our cultural preferences compromise to compromise the truth in the interest of what we wrongly think of as love. In an effort to push back against that cultural trend, the church is often guilty of speaking the truth, but not in love. And then we just become jerks. The truth spoken not in love is often an evil attempt to prove oneself right or to defend oneself from a perceived threat. Speaking the truth in love is so vitally important for us as a church. To become more mature in Christ, we must learn to better speak the truth in love to one another as the method by which we grow into maturity. We cannot compromise one in favor of the other. We cannot compromise on truth in the name of love. Likewise, we cannot compromise on love in the name of truth. Both must flavor our speech towards one another at all times. Reflection today, reflect on your ability and desire to speak the truth in love. Do you, in your personality, do you tend towards truth at the expense of love? Or do you tend towards love at the expense of truth? Commit to maintaining both in your conversations with one another this week.